0: I said, excuse me, motherfucker. Do you like jelly beans? He was like, yeah, but not the black and the green ones. Motherfucker, who said I had Easter jelly beans? (sighs) To make a long fucking story short, I put a whole bag of jelly beans up my ass. And it's 24 hours later, and I I ain't find none yet.
1: This is Sick and Wrong. World Source for Antisocial Commentary. Brought to you by
2: AdamAndEve.com.
3: Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the World Source for Antisocial Commentary. I'm your host, E. Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. Wackerly, I got to say, this is weird. It's slightly unnerving. Yep. I'm used to chatting with you through my computer. Through and your computer. And now, now you're like in my house, two feet away from me.
1: I know. It's weird.
3: It's, it, it's like old times.
1: It's like making love looking directly into the person's eyes.
3: It is kind of, yeah, making love out of nothing at all mm-hmm. but um it's bittersweet. it is bittersweet. It's a bittersweet surrender because bittersweet. I'm surrendering to it. I um, it's it, you know it's like old times. It's just going to take me a little bit to adjust.
1: You know it's not like old times because for some reason, in this new sick and wrong studio, we have to sit side by side, like a, like one of those weird couples. All right. They come into the restaurant and they sit on the same side of the table. But we're not I, touching. No, we're not touching. Of course not. <laughs> I can kind of – it is weird when people do that, but I can kind of see it because then you can both make fun of the same people, which I, I'm obviously – can get behind that. But I it think makes it, everybody else in the restaurant uncomfortable.
3: I think it depends on the restaurant. If you're sitting in, like, chairs – I'm not going to sit right next to her. Like if, if I'm in a chair and then there's a booth, I'm going to sit across from her. But if it's like just a big booth, sometimes I will sit next to her, especially if there's funny people in the, in the restaurant.
1: Right. But I, as an observer will make fun of you for sitting on the same side of the table. Which is
3: completely warranted. Yeah. Because you, you deserve yeah, it's it.
1: It's a win-win for everyone. And then you can be like, look at that creepy guy eating by himself. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so what, so what brought you down here? Do you ride the bike? Do you ride, ride the new bike down here? Yeah, I rode the motorcycle. You rode the the whackerly, the wack cycle,
1: which I heard that Sleazy E thought that like that was I was not going to be able to do that sort of thing. So I kind of just did it to prove him wrong.
3: Is that the whole reason you came down here? Is because Sleazy E said that <laughs> uh, like he he said you weren't going to make it. <laughs> yeah, it should be pointed out that I see Sleazy E like once a year. You, no,
1: I don't know. No, actually, you know why? Because my girlfriend MC has to she works on Easter, so usually we hang out on the weekend, but since this weekend, she's just working every day this weekend because she usually has Sundays off. But she, you know, Easter's a big money maker.
3: So you came down here to celebrate Easter with me?
1: No, just because I wasn't going to be getting laid, so I just <laughs> figured what the what the fuck. And there's people doing work on my house, so it was really noisy. So I just thought I'd come down here and so, so you had take selfish a, Take motives, a shit
2: not,
3: in the toilet. Well, uh, I you drink know booze. I thought you're coming down here to celebrate Easter with me, so I made you an Easter basket.
1: But Jews do like Passover, right? Or something.
3: Yeah, but I'm, for you, to, you know, because you're coming here for okay. Easter weekend. So, what's uh, in the
1: Easter basket?
3: Used condom, half a joint. Well, a couple of used condoms, half a joint, and a Reese's peanut butter egg. Did they touch the used condom? <laughs> There's a lot of that fake grass in there. <laughs> the used <laughs> condoms like off to the side. I, I actually, what happened is the basket was in my room. And I used one of the condoms, and I threw it off my bed, and it landed in it, and I didn't want to touch it. So it's probably dry.
1: It's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> more sweet than bitter. It's not more sweet than bitter. It's definitely more bitter than sweet. I think it's just more gross. Yeah. Did I, didn't, you, I didn't taste it. <laughs> did you, did you hear about
3: the uh, the the woman whose kid, or her four-year-old, was searching for Easter eggs found the dead body?
1: Yeah, I did hear about that. But I'm getting... There's a there's a bunch of dead bodies being found in Muir Woods up in my area, so I got that those stories confused. Just
3: homeless people dying in the woods? No,
1: like or female, a serial killer. Well, they are both female and they're both kind of in their 30s or something. Maybe one was in their 20s and the other was in their 30s, but. Uh, they think that it might just be, you know, these girls, they go hiking by themselves and you're like, don't do that. And they're like, don't be so sexist. <laughs> She's like, well, it's not a good idea. Cause then what happens is like you fall and break your leg and, and nobody comes to get you and you just die or a bear gets you. Or, or maybe there's a serial rapist. Yeah, exactly.
3: Murderer. And then he's like, sweet. This girl's here's a wounded deer. She I can't has a broken it. leg. I'm just going to rape her. Yeah. And then maybe murder
1: her and she can't get away. But you're talking about an Easter-related one where a a little kid found a body. I'm surprised kids don't find more like crazy shit on these Easter egg hunts.
3: Well, if you think about it, what what was interesting about this, I guess, is the the fact that these, you know, they weren't in a park or anything, or like in a, you know, mere woods. They were in their backyard, and the woman had hid eggs around the backyard, and the kid, was four year old, was hunting for for hunting for eggs, and I guess he crouched down Mm -hmm. underneath the deck, and he just saw a dead body. He's a dead
1: homeless guy. Just the, like, wide open corpse eyes staring back at him.
3: But fully clothed. They, they said there's no <laughs> foul business here. Like, there's no crime. But it's just, yeah, this corpse <laughs> you is said looking that, at him. You
1: said that before the show that, like, oh, well, they had clothes on, so nothing bad happened. Like, well, who's to say, well, every time something bad happens, your clothes need to be taken off.
3: I'm saying, if there's, okay, if there's a serial rapist, he's not going to rape you with your clothes on. You
1: can just pull your pants down
3: around your buttocks. But he's probably going to, is he going to dress you back again?
1: No, but I mean... Dress you back up a little bit. So the clothes you were... in f- that belt The there. clothes were all fully in place, is what you're saying. Yeah, and he, like, passed well, what out. Well, what if the guy was just murdered? Like, a serial murderer who has no interest in rape can murder you with all your clothes on? Well, I'm sure that the police officer showed up. Or what and if he rubbed his dick all over your mouth? You still have your clothes on? Yeah. <laughs>
3: Dude, you know what was funny about it though is that the uh, one of the Easter eggs was in was placed in the homeless man's mouth. <laughs>
1: mom put it in there, <laughs> or the Easter bunny put it
3: in there. Well, they the, the cops examined the body and there wasn't there weren't any stab wounds. I think it was just a homeless guy probably crawled under there just because he was wasted,
1: like a cat.
3: And uh, like when cats you know, get
1: ill when they know it's their time. They just crawl they just away. they just crawl away. It's Like homeless people do the same thing. So you're not here for Easter. Do you, do you do anything for Easter usually? I didn't even. I, the only reason I remember that is, I actually. You know, my girlfriend's working because it's Easter, and then I even forgot that, and I just remembered that she was working, and now I'm just remembering, oh, yeah, she's working because it's Easter. Do the Gentiles buy each other gifts? Uh, A lot of people, they, like, you know, get a lot of – it's a lot of candy. You you, cream egg. You'll just go get a cream egg. Do you – are you a fan of the cream egg?
3: You know my issue with creamy foods.
1: Oh, right. You do like weird candies, though, <laughs> so sometimes I wonder. You know, but I've always, the cream egg is always, even before, and I don't have a problem with creamy foods, but it's always just been disgusting to me. I mean, it's it's t- it's this gross, it's sugary, sugary yeah. creamy goo inside a chocolate. Tr- I mean, don't, I, don't, I don't get it. it the it's whole thing much. is disgusting. But I it, like an Oreo
3: cookie. I like the Reese's peanut butter eggs. Yeah, those are good. Those are good. You know, you know what that, it was, though? some the kind though? of stuff.
1: Some, some, some people, you know the kids who are like the spoiled... Gentiles, like yeah, they'll be like, my mom bought me a new computer. Like, why for Easter? Like, what the? You don't get an Easter presents, but, but like you some people to buy
3: do. your girlfriend a gift. Was I? <laughs> yeah, like for Easter, do you uh, get her like a little chocolate bunny? Well, it's too
1: late now. <laughs> like, I don't know. No, it's the most Christian of the Christian holidays, so I do kind of boycott it. I mean, I won't boycott Christmas because it just has cultural significance now beyond christianity but yeah easter i'm just i could really
3: i've always you know i always hated easter because of uh i hate passover what, what is
1: passover do you guys do gifts there is no there it's, it's
3: the worst jewish holiday of them all is
1: that the one where you fast or do you have to fast swear, of all?
3: no that's that's not the one either we, all, all, all is is Jew, jewish holidays suck <laughs> but there there's a lamb there is a lamb oh there's a no lamp oh the, no that's not that's you're thinking hanukkah
1: <laughs> That's the only Jewish every Jewish holiday thing I know is just all Hanukkah.
3: I, I swear we we've, t- we've done Passover in the past seven it's years of doing this show. One, right? No, it's not. Like, it's not even a. It's it's just a really
1: annoying. The week Lord week passed week. over the angel the death. Bin. I don't know.
3: <laughs> okay, so the Jews escaped Egypt and they wander around the desert, and you're supposed for a week. You're supposed to eat crackers. Well, What's other There about is fasting. I think well, exactly no, you eat fasting. matzah, you eat, but you don't eat. You can't eat bread.
1: Well, fasting isn't just not eating anything. It's like denying yourself. Like in Lent, Christians eat shit. They just don't eat good Yeah, but shit. you
3: deny yourself. I, I mean, okay, I guess, I guess in that sense, fasting. it's not like completely like you're not... You know, you're uh,
1: not fucking de- Gandhi. But you're
3: not denying yourself food. Like on Yom Kippur, you're not allowed to eat food or drink anything for a day. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So that's what I consider fasting. Like Passover, you're eating crackers. You don't
1: do that, though, do you?
3: I don't do any of them. <laughs> but, the, but the worst was in Passover... My parents were so traditional, especially my dad. He would just go through the house with a garbage bag and take all of your good food, like the Fruity Pebbles in the garbage, the Oreo cookies in the garbage, Doritos in the garbage, and then it'd just be replaced with crackers like matzah. And so meanwhile, your Gentile friends down the street have a basket just filled with chocolate and jelly beans and great candy, and I'm not supposed to eat any
1: of that. But that's the end, right? I mean, because Christians do the Lent thing also where you're supposed to give – you're supposed to give like one thing up.
3: You know, like the, For Passover, you go through the house, you clear out all the, uh, I forget what they call it, hummets or something. Uh, anything that has to do with bread that you're not allowed to eat, you clear, you clear it out and you throw it out.
1: Sounds terrible. Who wants oh, to join that religion? That, that's
3: the worst thing ever. I hated it. And so we'd just go to Taco Bell, but you couldn't bring Taco Bell back. So my dad saw it. He would just grab it and throw it in the trash.
1: <laughs> well, at that point, yeah. Yeah.
3: Anyway, so Wackerly, it's good to have you here. It's, it's been a while since we've done a podcast in the same room. I got to say, you're looking salubrious, fit and trim can tell you, man, you've been. I don't know uh, what salubrious <laughs> means. You're healthy. You don't look like, uh, you know, the, you, you don't have the, like the carbuncles that you used to have or the swollen red nose. Really? Yeah. You, you so don't we have just started drinking. We're going to go out later. Okay, well, maybe a little later then. No. But yeah. But I'll you look, you look kind health. of healthy. I noticed you still have the beard. Yes. You haven't shaved the beard. No, why would I shave it? Well, uh, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. <laughs> I recently read a story, or a study, actually. It was a story about a study that uh, that says you may want to rethink your beard.
1: Okay, I'm
3: listening. We're at peak beard right now.
1: Well, if we're at the peak, then why would I shave it?
3: Because. I want to shave it at the nadir. Well, okay. No, but th- this is why. Because It's facial, jumped to the
1: shark is what it's, you're trying to
3: facial say. Facial hair is falling out of fashion. We're at peak. We are at the uh, critical mass threshold. We're done. Oh, it's over. It's over. It's played out. Too many people. George Clooney has a beard. Why would I not want to look like George Clooney? Because once the celebrities start rocking the beard, all the celebrities rock the beards, Ben Affleck has a beard.
1: Yeah. Maybe one of these girls, when we go out in Hollywood later tonight, will think I'm a celebrity.
3: Well, not according to this, study. If,
1: <laughs> if you want to attract a mate, you, may, you might want to rethink that beard. <laughs> okay. There's a lot to unpack there. Your facial hair is not cool
3: anymore. Hmm.
1: They did a study? Like who? Like the Brookings Institute? Close. Robert Brooks
3: uh, told the Guardian Australia, Brooks is part of a facial hair research team at the University of New South Wales.
1: Is this guy a gay bear? (laughs) I don't know, but I like facial hair research. I
3: just like the facial hair research team. Like we're going to give you money. Like we're going to give you a grant for your research project on facial hair.
1: I think Movember, that concept came out of Australia. Is he related to that? Well, Why do
3: they care about facial hair in Australia so much?
1: Uh, why do they care about it anywhere?
3: Yeah, but, but did, uh, Crocodile Dundee have facial hair?
1: No, he didn't. And he's,
3: he, that guy Neither is... Neither did
1: he, the croc yeah, but
3: He's the epitome of virility. I mean, think of it. Who's more masculine than Crocodile Dundee?
1: Uh, Mel Gibson? Is <laughs> he have, No, he doesn't have facial hair. What about Noah? Or, uh, also known as, uh... Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Well, okay, well, Russell Crowe... was a Jew, right? That's the Old Testament.
3: Yeah, he was a, well, they weren't called Jews back then. Yeah, but I mean, technically. They're, the, they're just the chosen people. Right. Yeah.
1: What a fucking idiot. I think he was into
3: <laughs> bestiality. I don't know if they... Did you, you see
1: th- the movie? No, I kind of want to, though. But yeah, I hear he got bad reviews.
3: Well, it's that people were upset because of the part where he fucked the rhinoceros. It's like downstairs. Fucked like, or
1: got fucked by? Both. <laughs> oh. it, was a, it
3: was a scene that, like, they, I don't know, people were saying you should delete the scene because it didn't do anything. You know, deleted. the
1: rhinoceros horn is uh, kind of like a beard because it's made of hair. That's disgusting. See, it, it, people think it's If a your horn beard like was a...
3: like that, then I'd say keep it.
1: Like, just but... impale people
3: in the face <laughs> with a chin gesture? So we digress here. Brooks is part of the facial hair research team. At the University of New South Wales. Because what else are they researching in Australia? Like how to make a fosters can even bigger? <laughs> <laughs> how, can we, how can we make a beer bigger? Like, I mean, what else do they, like, what do they research in Australia?
1: They spend a lot of time watching, you know how kangaroos, like the embryo, like crawls out of the vagina and then like crawls across the fur into the pouch? Into
3: the pouch, yeah. They
1: do a lot of that research. But isn't that People just... People still don't know really what goes on with that.
3: But that's just an extra area to hold more fosters.
1: Right. Well, <laughs> they put they put <laughs> if they put one fosters in the pouch, does the embryo crawl faster or slower? And if they put two, does it crawl even faster?
3: It's it's, a, it's an interesting thing to think about. Like I'm pondering that right <laughs> now.
1: Do you not experiment?
3: How many Australia, You know It's a thought experiment? How many Australian men who have been in like long term relationships would be happy to put a pouch on their wives, like surgically attach a pouch to their wives, so they could hold the fosters cans for them?
1: That's something to research. Because I bet you a lot of them would. Well, even if they don't want it, I mean, you know, marketing is sort of creating a need out of nothing. I I Uh, would say... So they should just research how how to surgically implant the pouch and then the men will come rushing for it.
3: You know, I wouldn't mind being on the Foster's pouch research team rather than the facial hair research team.
1: Well, I'm sure the Foster's team sponsors the facial hair research. I mean, where else is... Isn't the entire economy of Australia Foster's based?
3: Pretty much because everyone drinks the most popular beer there. Um, previously, the facial hair research team found that beard signaled virility. But this year, they discovered a different behavioral effect related to facial hair. If everyone is bearded, women prefer clean-shaven men. So there you go.
1: <laughs> so really what women want is uh, you know, the guy who, who, who rose— uh, Stands what's, out. What's the Stands egg? out from the crowd. Well, you know, the guy who goes the other—when you zig, he's eggs. He zags. When I zag, he zigs. The guy who
3: walks a different
1: path. The divergent male. <laughs>
3: That's a- the guy who walks the lonely road alone?
1: Well, I'm just like saying, you know, it's Whitesnake. like... What's that guy's name? David Coverdale?
3: He, that guy's clean shaven. Except he has long hair.
1: Um, but, uh... Uh, who's the lead singer for Led Zeppelin? I can only think of Jimmy Robert Page. Plant. Robert also Plant. Also clean beard. shaven. No, not anymore. Oh, he has a beard? <laughs> well, he has to. Have you seen his face? He's melting. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> actually seen
3: that. Yeah. I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah. Uh, researchers selected 1,400 bisexual or heterosexual women and 213 heterosexual men to participate in the study. They were showing- Why did
1: they select heterosexual men?
3: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't, yeah, it doesn't seem to make any sense. Subjects were shown 36 images of male faces. Um, the first 24 were used to condition the participant. They were either showing solely bearded men, clean-shaven men, or a mixture. Then they were showing 12 images of the men on the beard, clean-shaven gradient, and asked to rank their attractiveness. If women were shown images of 24 bearded faces, they preferred beardless men. So that's how it works. It's called negative frequency-dependent sexual selection, wackily. <laughs> And you're on the losing scale of that.
1: Pretty fancy term for the beard <laughs> research club.
3: <laughs>
1: I um, mean, but they weren't the same guy. If it's not the same guy with with a beard or not a beard, then it's like maybe the guy without the beard was just more attractive. Better be nicer eyes. Well, I just it, think they get sick cock of looking was at pushing beard. out of his jeans more.
3: Well, okay. Well, the aim of the research was to uncover what is driving this beard fad because we're in the middle of a beard fad.
1: I mean, I know you don't like the beard.
3: I don't like beards. I mean, mainly because I can't grow one. <laughs> I, I bet you could.
1: I mean, do you, aren't Jews famous for their big, the long beard? I don't know why I can't grow facial hair properly. You should try it's it.
3: Like, I've tried it. it. It comes out itchy. It looks like just... Well, it looks, no, it's going to itch. Yeah, but it looks like I shaved dry. my pubes and glued them to my face. That's, That's like another a, thing you could try. <laughs> <laughs> in the patches that don't grow properly? Yeah, just like fill it in. That weave it.
1: Weave, weave in your pubes.
3: Well, okay, this is my question here. If we're in the middle of a beard fad, did you grow your beard to be hip? No. That wasn't a motivator.
1: Haven't I had it for like a long ass time? I don't remember. I was trying to think
3: about that. When did you first grow the beard?
1: I don't remember. There's pictures of me without it. And then at Christmas time, I shave it down to a holiday mustache. All
3: right, so... what does your lady prefer? Does she prefer you clean-shaven, mustachioed or bearded? Uh, I think beard she's into bearded men yeah she's like that so did you ever date her when you didn't have a beard
1: no well i had a mustache at one point but th- we were already into it and she said she's like you know
3: what it's either beard or we're done <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> she didn't say that she's actually how she's many not, women say super, that
3: she's not super shallow so <laughs> i wonder how many women say that you grow a beard or i'm out of here I just think they wouldn't even talk to the guy if he didn't have a beard. Yeah, it, it. It. I just don't understand why girls would like beards. Because like an animal, you th- is that what it is? So you, they can pet the beard like they're petting yeah. like a like a dog.
1: Yeah, you know how girls are with ant- dogs and cats. <laughs> I mean, girls aren't really like attracted to men, right? Have we established that?
3: I think they find men attractive.
1: Well, I mean, they like their personality. And I, I do think they like uh, They like their dicks. I, they do like cocks. But they don't look at guys' faces and are like, oh my god. He's You're so, so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. No, they're just like, eh. He doesn't have a lot of boils. <laughs> he only has that one. Well, Like, I- uh, you know, they just want, they want a guy who's like relatively symmetrical and like, you know, doesn't have bad breath. Uh, and like I said, they like the cock and they don't want you to be... Even if you're kind of fat, they don't care, I don't think. You're, I mean, they don't
3: want you to be morbidly obese. I think women tend to be less shallow in terms of mate selection than dudes.
1: I just, I don't think it's, a, I think it's, a, I really think it's biological. They're just, they're, they're like attracted to other things besides like height what you're and is. money. Yeah, height is big. Height's and big. money. But you, if you're like a tall, ugly ass motherfucker, you have way better chances than if you're like a short, like guy who looks like, uh, I don't know, what's a good looking guy? I don't even know. Dan, Danny DeVito. Like, <laughs> well, he's short and ugly. Okay, what about uh, the guy that played Frodo Baggins? No, who's a good-looking guy? That
3: Frodo Baggins, that guy's a good-looking guy.
1: Yeah, I think that guy's gay. Okay, but anyways, yeah, yeah, no. So he's good-looking but short. So you'd be better off just being like John C. Riley, right? Is tall and ugly and probably gets more ass than uh, than Frodo Baggins. What's his real name, Frodo Baggins? I don't know, Frodo uh, Man, Eli Roth. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. You know You know what I'm getting at. No,
3: I know. Like, but, it, but are you saying if Frodo Baggins grew a goatee, he'd get more ass?
1: No, because the height thing really trumps everything. I guess what I'm saying is if John C. Riley grew a beard to cover up his ugly ass face, he'd get even more he'd ass. He'd probably get even
3: more ass because he's tall and he's a big guy. Yeah,
1: and then girls would be like, he's tall and he makes a lot of money. and He's funny. He's a little bit ugly, though. So like one out of every 100 women don't fuck him. And if you grew a beard, he'd get the last 1%.
3: I just wonder if I, I just feel like facial hair on men. It's the attractiveness of it. It's just
1: completely arbitrary. I mean, Here's just, the thing: you, you shave. Do you think- shave every day for work? Yeah. Oh my dear God! I Free tend to. Yourself. I, don't,
3: I, don't, I don't like it, but I just know if I start growing a beard, I can't grow a
1: uniform beard.
3: <laughs> like it, it's just not. It's it's patchy and so It
1: looks like I have mange. I know, but maybe, sometimes it looks patchy for like. A week or two, then it grows in fully.
3: I, I could not see myself with a beard. I'm just not a bearded type of dude. Just a mustache I could do. Just
1: go for it. You have a girlfriend? I just can't even like, grow a mustache. Just go for it. You, you could do the Abe Lincoln.
3: <laughs> Plus, I, you know, honestly, I don't think girls like bearded men to give them oral sex.
1: No, I think they do like it. I,
3: what, how would they like that? It would be like too, uh, you know, you're in their most sensitive area. and It's like rubbing
1: sandpaper on their sensitive area. Deep. There's things called beard conditioners. <laughs> I was just talking about how I don't fucking think about it. And I admit it, I have a beard conditioner. You condition the beard? Yeah. How often? Eh, well, not, a, not every day, but like, you know, like you said. Okay, gets, I shave every day. You like condition you said, every day? No, 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 no. And it's not a conditioner in the shower. It's like a, it's like a lotion. Mm. And, you know, like you said, it gets itchy. And you put the shit on and it makes it softer. <laughs> it smells nice because all, like, all the Dorito cheese and shit fucking starts to stink. So you put this stuff in and it covers up all the, uh, the smell from all the snacks that are embedded in it. Beard talk. and and But they like it. (laughs) Well, you're the one who picked this
3: fucking intro, not me. Um, I'm just learning about, I just have never thought that I didn't know you could condition a beard.
1: I'm I'm hung up on this oral sex thing that you think that it's way better.
3: Well, why don't we, okay. Why don't we, uh, ask the listeners to call in about this? Yeah. All right. Female listeners. Or even male listeners, do your, your, uh, your Get significant your others by a guy with a beard. But, no, I'm just saying like, cause a male would know if he has a beard, if his wife likes him to go down on her or not. Well, men
1: never know. I always thought that telling men what, what they want to
3: hear. Well, I always thought men grew those beards so they don't have to do it. I, I, don't, know. I don't know. Well, let's, uh, okay. Let's, let's pose this question to the audience. Okay. Women out there or men with wives, do your wives prefer you to have sex or have oral sex with a beard?
1: And like, if you're going to answer the question, you also need to sort of classify the beard as like, uh, you know, full on fucking Gandalf or, uh... Like
3: Boxcar <laughs> Willie. I'm talking a big beard. <laughs> no, no.
1: Because some people have, you know, like a... With like animals in
3: it. A style beard. All right. A hip beard. Like a style... Like a manicure... Like a... Yeah. Like a manicured beard.
1: Or, you know, like the... I mean, then there's the, the, the Tom Selleck mustache. And then there's like the uh john waters mustache and then okay here's the all question. different like you got to tell us what kind of facial women
3: what do you bad. prefer men with a clean shaven man to eat you out or a uh, bearded man to eat you out yeah that, that's, that's and, and i guess it are. can go with gay people listen to the show too what do you prefer get a blowjob from a bearded dude or a uh or a clean shaven guy
1: well blowjobs are different <laughs> more like I guess ass, I guess what about ass different.
3: eating is probably
1: more of the all right, let's just take,
3: keep this to women <laughs> to make it less complicated. No, I had you. Anyway, enough on that topic. Wackley, well, it's good to have you here in the studio. It's just, this is like old times. I'm getting used to it. I like it.
1: Except I'm not leaving when we're done.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to go out drinking. So that's why we have to move along here.
1: And then we're going to watch um, some Small Wonder.
3: Yeah, I'm going to get really, really drunk, really high, and then watch uh, season two. I just got the DVD.
1: I like that I'm just jumping into season two because I'm crazy like that. It doesn't matter. There's no No, chronology. You know know the gist. You know the 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 general story Wait, so what's... Can you uh, give me the synopsis? (laughs) (laughs) What's (laughs) been happening up to this point? What's the premise of this show? (laughs) Oh, she's a small wonder? Oh, I get it. Okay. Push play. A robot girl? (laughs) Who would have thought that could happen? Really? It comes back then we're great because just listen to the theme song and that tells you everything you need to know. She's, She's a small wonder, blah, 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 blah. A girl
3: unlike other girls. Right. Okay, I got it. Let's There's go. a reason. Let's watch it. Uh, this is episode 420, uh, 428 here Sick and Wrong. Um, you know the way the show works. You send us stories, we read them here in the air. If we give you credit, we will send you a Sick and Wrong care package. You can send your stories to Sick and Wrong podcast at com or submit them via Facebook or uh, Twitter. <laughs> Uh, A little later in the show, too, we have a special guest joining us to take some phone calls. So it gives you something to look forward to. Before we get to our first story, here's a word from our sponsor, AdamandEve.com.
4: Hey, kids, do you like sex toys? Yeah! Then go to AdamandEve.com and make a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. You'll get 50% off your first item, three free adult DVDs, free shipping, and and a gift so sensual, I can't even mention it on this podcast about murder and Mukaki. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, like your uncle used to do to you.
3: First story came in from Maria. She says, hey D, hey Lance, here's some sick and wrong news. Thanks, Maria. You're welcome, Maria.
1: Maria...
3: song is that? Is that another Big Head Todd song?
1: (laughs) No, it's from uh, West Side Story. (laughs) And then my friend's dad in high school, because we had to watch the movie in high school, he'd be like, Maria, she looks like a gorilla in a tree. I was thinking that. Do he have a beard? Yes, he did. He was also a lieutenant in the fire department. Manly. That is a manly job, Yeah. (laughs)
3: tang affiliated ramper was high on PCP when he cut off his own penis and jumped off a balcony at a Los Angeles apartment building. Now oh, he God. says he feels blessed.
1: I don't know why. <laughs> it's because he's on morphine because he's in the
3: hospital. I'd feel blessed too. So uh, his, name's, uh, his real name's Andre Johnson. His performance name, his stage name is Christ
1: Bearer. You know a rapper is, like, fucked in the head when he's it, when he's, his rap name is Christ Christbearer? Like, Con, you know Kanye raps about Jesus a lot, and he's kind of half crazy.
3: Well, Kanye is—I think that guy's kind of full-blown insane.
1: But if Kanye had a name like, you know, Jesus' little helper, and he rapped about Jesus, then everybody would just be like, that motherfucker's crazy. <laughs> but- I— d- the name, I, naming yourself that, is it seems like it's really a signal. Well,
4: I
3: always thought that uh, rappers kind of get a, you know, ma- get an intimidating name or something that's kind of funny, like, uh, like uh, Snoop Dogg, Old Dirty Bastard, Method Man, Easy E. You know, <laughs> keep going, Killer Mike. Yeah. Like, but those, I on mean, Dr. What was Dre. The,
1: what was the pickle guy's name? Which guy? Big Luck a pickle. You know, I'm insane. Blue, oh, uh, a Humpty Dance, yeah. uh, Shock G. Oh okay, I would but, have uh, never known that. I thought I did.
3: Yeah, but but I'm saying like these guys had there's like a reason, like someone gave him a nickname, Christ bearer. Like don't, don't you think the other guys like, uh, yeah, he's a little, you know, that he, he's a little fucked up. That guy, like I, yeah, I don't like yeah. to, I don't like to smoke blunts with him because he starts talking about Jesus. Yes, like there's something going on. Christ bearer to me would, uh, yeah, would, that, that right there, I would have uh, some, some some issues. I'd be like, there, there's something, there's something wrong with this guy. He's suspect. Yeah, I don't like it. I wouldn't be doing a duet.
1: I wonder what he's doing like for
3: Easter. You know, um, well, apparently uh, not fucking. <laughs> Probably not jacking off either. So um, so anyway, Christbearer here posts on social media that he feels blessed after he used a serrated steak knife to cut off his genitals. Not just his penis, his balls, too. <laughs> before jumping from the balcony of a North Hollywood apartment building at 1 a.m. Uh, Wednesday morning. He's thorough. Blessed how, he doesn't have a penis anymore because he cut it off.
1: Well, maybe his uh, thoughts are clearer now. He Doesn't have that to worry about. Yeah, I guess he doesn't have to think about. Uh,
3: he doesn't get horny. Do you get horny still? Without your testicles, probably not. You know how like some people have that like a phantom limb.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Do you feel like you know sometimes phantom you're like nuts you have phantom nuts or phantom dong?
1: Probably. I don't think that sort of phenomenon would be limited to arms and legs. You,
3: but the thing is too though about Christbearer, now I think he's kind of limited himself. What's he gonna rap about? Like he's not gonna be rapping about banging hoes. Just urine
1: dripping out of his crotch, <laughs> undirected.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna rap about how they were doctors were unable to reattach his dong. <laughs> okay, well, man. yeah, I ain't got no penis anymore.
1: I just don't Have you ever heard that song I ain't got no panties on by Wax A Million. That's a good rap name by the wax million. Uh well you could just yeah, I ain't got no penis dog. <laughs> I just
3: wonder like what the fans are gonna think. Like, yeah, kinda lost his edge when he cut his dick off.
1: Maybe you can find a niche market among those like BME people. Eunuchs? No, the BME people.
3: Oh yeah, the body modification guys. I can and see eunuchs though. Yeah, yeah, the eunuchs are like I think the BME
1: people are a larger demo than the eunuchs.
3: <laughs> I don't know. In Game of Thrones there's a few eunuchs quite a few yeah but yeah. uh
1: you know the book has other things to offer so that's i don't true. think there's i don't think there do you think there's eunuchs that read game of thrones because they're just like well i'm glad somebody's finally making a positive eunuch character <laughs> in, in you, the media
3: do you think there are any eunuch rappers no yeah probably not that's why this mostly the, you they might do create uh, a niche
1: mostly the eunuchs they do the like choir opera type thing right because I had that falsetto. But I, now you can be MC Castrato. That'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> now that's a better rap name
3: than Christbearer. Yeah, it is. I should be um, this guy's agent. Police officers were called the apartment to try to talk Christbearer off the balcony. <laughs> before he said, I'm okay. And then he jumped.
1: This was after he cut his cock off.
3: Yeah, he was bleeding yeah. profusely. And like he had cut his dick off. Well, he was hanging out with his buds. They're so just hanging a, out. if
1: you're a cop... And you're down below on the ground floor, looking up at the balcony, and the guy just cut his cock off, and just cock blood is squirting out, quar- and you have to like look up at him and talk. I'd be like, nah, I'm going. This, I'm taking a sick day.
3: I would be like, I'm at a Gallagher show and I'm put on a poncho.
1: Would <laughs> you have like one of those like face plastic shields? that comes down, it's attached to your forehead.
3: I would have full on hazmat suit. Right. And then he can't hear you yelling, and you're just like,
1: rawr, 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 rawr. Did you say don't jump? Or did you say do jump? You know,
3: honestly, if they'd have just shot him, I don't think anyone would have had much of an issue with that. Mm. Well, maybe. I don't know.
1: <laughs> cockless man <laughs> shot off balcony by LA police. Something tells me. Co- sorry, cockless black man <laughs> shot off balcony by LA police. Something tells me that would have been on the news. I'm
3: just saying the LA police have dealt with a situation like that before.
1: Yes. You know, they've gotten through it. Do you think this guy's gay? I, I don't know. Where is this apartment? Why, why, why would you think he was gay? Because, um, didn't you say this like a West Hollywood apartment? No, North Hollywood. Ugh, close. And he's like partying with two other dudes and it's 3 a.m. He has roommates. He has roommates. No, how old is
3: he? They're hanging out and they're smoking PCP. How old are they? Uh, I think 20s. In their...
1: I'm getting a gay vibe from this. I don't think
3: it's and gay like, at all.
1: Like self hating, like he like maybe they're all in the D L but he couldn't t- he he had some like weird uh I don't know like crisis about it.
3: I don't know where how you're uh, you're reading between the lines to get this. I'm you know what I'm reading? This guy's a complete mental patient. And I mean, this guy chose the a, wrong roommate. The fact that he has his cock out.
1: Well, I mean I, I know he's cutting it off and it's weird and they think it's weird, but like what I think this is what it happened. It seems weird that he has his cock out.
3: They're all smoking PCP. PCP, hell of a drug. You probably don't want to do it with your buddies. You probably you, don't want to do it at all.
1: If, if you were doing it, would you haul out your cock in front of your friends if you weren't going to cut, cut it off? Would he did like, it. Hey, he, went,
3: he went to the bathroom. Hmm. And then he came out. The he tip
1: came, of his cock.
3: He went to, I guess he went to the kitchen. He got a serrated knife. Went to the bathroom. He came out. He cut off the tip of his dick. Wow. That's when his friends were like. Whoa, what are you doing? Oh, my God, you're freaking out. They called 911, and then he proceeded to go out of the balcony and cut everything else off. Cut. So at All that right. point, it's like, well, you just not only, like, gave me complete trauma, you've just ruined my high. <laughs> like, my buzz is now completely Does gone. Does that
1: work with PCP? Well, I'm sober now.
3: <laughs> I don't know, but now now it's like everybody's just having a really bad trip. Yeah,
1: that's what I think uh...
3: Um. So the guy was rushed to Cedar sinai Medical Center where doctors weren't able to reattach his, reattach his penis. It's because uh, I guess the uh, the the flesh had necrotized because it had taken so long and the way he chopped <laughs> it another good MC name, MC Necrotized. That's good. I think there is a DJ Necro. Oh, okay. Um, the day after the incident, Johnson posted, peace, Johnson. feeling blessed on his Facebook page. Hmm. post has been deleted. I, I kind of want to see the comments on that. I, I imagine, you probably shouldn't have done that. Or maybe, I'm never getting high with you again. Yeah, that would have been mine. friends are tweeting. Would you me. have liked that if like, one of your buddies were like, feeling blessed, and you knew he cut his dick off? Would you like it? No. 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 I think <laughs> probably would have blocked him at that point. <laughs> but the, the funniest thing about it is people keep saying he's a Wu-Tang-affiliated rapper. Wu-Tang Clan is, is refusing to acknowledge that he's affiliated with them at all. And they're completely distancing themselves from the Troubled Rapper. I think because they don't like to hang out with dickless dudes.
1: I think it's because they think it's a gay thing. (laughs) I don't know why you think it's a gay thing. Because I don't understand why they're so against it. I guess this is the other thing that made me think this. Wu-Tang? Because it's embarrassing. No, but it's just publicity for them.
3: Well, so this is what happened. Wu-Tang's distanced themselves from the Troubled Rapper. They they said in a blog post, which is later deleted from the official Wu-Tang Clan website... Ooh. The Rap Collective put a picture Wu-tang of Mr. Com, Johnson. I, <laughs> I think so. Uh, they put a picture of Mr. Johnson with a headline: "Exclusive, not affiliated to the Wu Tang brand." And then they had a picture with a red ring pro- prohibited sign that said, "Parental advisory: Don't believe the hype. This motherfucker ain't got shit to do with Wu Tang." Which isn't very empathetic, if you think about it.
1: Yeah, I would think – I mean, do do you really think they don't even know him or they're just saying, like, well, we're associated with him, but he's not part of our brand?
3: I think what they said is uh, he was discovered – this act was discovered by a Wu-Tang producer in, like, 2000. Wu-Tang's been around since the early 90s or late 80s. And uh, RZA and a Wu-Tang producer found these young guys, and they're in a band called North Star. And so RZA presented North Star. So they're on the Wu-Tang label. They
1: produced their album. This Don't, is like
3: in 1998.
1: Why would they so ve- vehemently sort of deny that he's has anything to do with them and not just say like you know, we're uh we feel bad for his family and we realize that he has lots of things to overcome, issues and uh that's that. But they they're like they're like being really adamantly like no, he's not anything to do with us.
3: Well, I think rappers aren't in general the most understanding fellows like i just don't think they they tend to do that (laughs) but but i think also at the same time here it's like okay all right we produced one record for this guy at 98 it was a long time ago he had a dick back then he had a dick back then he was kind of a cool dude we don't know what happened what transpired over the years now we have nothing to do with him.
1: i wonder if they have a problem with the pcp are they trying to like uh, oh you know what i bet you that's probably what it is are they trying to sort of present a clean image so they can make more money
3: You know, it's kind of amazing. It's like, so the dude jumped off like a fourth, fifth floor, fifth floor balcony. Good job. And uh, he made it by the time he made it to the ground. His friends made it to the ground floor. Johnson was on his feet, running around, screaming, bleeding from the crotch. PCP. Hell of a drug. Right. So the guy fell four stories, hit the pavement, got up, dick is cut off, blood's like spurting out
1: are we running give, around in circles. Why don't we give, like, all the Marines PCP?
3: Now, that would be a pretty interesting war movie. <laughs> like I, I wouldn't mind seeing that. Okay. If Platoon with a PCP. Another
1: great, another great idea that we've given away. I know.
3: We always tend to do that. So I guess he's feeling blessed now. He has no dick. He does have a wife and kids. Oh, he does? Yeah, so I don't know how... i <laughs> sure is, she's
1: feeling blessed. Yeah, I don't
3: know how uh, blessed his wife is feeling. But um, I don't see him continuing his rap career. I also don't see him being a guest on any uh, future Wu-Tang record.
1: Hmm. What do you see him doing? Game of Thrones guest spot?
3: I could see that. Like another eunuch on Game of Thrones. Right. I, You know, I kind of see him probably being put into a home <laughs> somewhere.
1: Like a crazy person home?
3: With a bunch of other guys who cut their dicks off while high on drugs. Right. Okay. But uh, Wu-Tang is not affiliated with Christ bearer. <laughs> that's about all I have to say about that. Wackly, what do you have for the second story?
1: Um, Somebody sent this one and says, since you didn't use my last article, here's another fucked up one.
3: I, I, I love how bitter that is. Like, Okay, like like we slighted him because we didn't choose his story. He's just try, try again. Yeah, exactly. You know, we get a lot get of stories. We get a lot of news articles, a lot of emails every week. We pick some, we don't pick others. Just keep sending them in.
1: This person is called The Count. The Count. Like the uh, Sesame Street character. I like that better than Christbearer. Or Count Chocula.
3: That's not a bad name. That's a good rap name. <laughs>
1: Count, yeah, that is pretty good, actually. Um, this is from Pakistan, hmm. which is a made up country. For some reason I'm envisioning,
3: I in. I'm having visions of wackily doing an Indian accent. Is, is that going <laughs> to, is I might it, not. Okay. All right. Maybe, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll be surprised. I'm just, I, I have
1: like a, a there aren't a lot of quotations. Oh, that. there's some quotations though. You're right. <laughs> um, there's these two, two brothers. One's named Arif Ali. And the other one's named Muhammad Farman Ali. Alif and Muhammad. And Muhammad is the older brother, right? Because if you're like the firstborn male, you have to be named Muhammad in any of these Muslim countries. You have
3: to? Is that why there's so many Muhammads?
1: I mean, I'm being facetious, but doesn't it seem like that? Well, I was wondering about and that. And then like every, like your, all your play group, like of all of the, your parents' age people who all had their first sons at the same time, like every motherfucking kid's named Muhammad. It's just the fucking stupidest thing ever. What
3: I don't understand is what, okay. Well, my question is, what is the Western
1: equivalent of Muhammad John? No, 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 no. Because when people name their kid John, they're not like, it's just like, it's a, my grandpa's name or something. Yeah, but
3: know? what's the most common name though?
1: It's John or names. Steve, but this isn't about being common. I mean, like they're honoring their guy. Like maybe, maybe what, prophet. like 20% of people are named John. That's probably even exaggeration. But like in these Muslim countries, like, like 70% of the people are named Muhammad. So everybody has the same motherfucking name. And, you know, you look at the people, you're like, well, that guy's a mother. That's a guy's a fuck stick. This guy's half retarded. That guy's like the most greedy motherfucker ever. And that like, guy's just, strapping
3: on bombs right now.
1: Well, I mean, that's probably a good thing in their eyes. But what I'm saying is, you know, you name your kid Muhammad, but he's just a fucked up piece of shit. Like all the other kids, <laughs> you know, you're not fooling anybody. Right.
3: Well, what, what, He's I, not, like,
1: holy and, and a good person, or, or exceptionally. Do
3: you think that, uh, you know how, like, with if you're named Dave or David, some people go by David, some people go by Dave. They shorten different names. Stevens Steve, Stephen. Do you think, like, some of the Mohammeds go by Mo, Some go by Ham? Some, some <laughs> go by Ed? Ham. Go, <laughs> yeah, well, Ed. You think they do that, or is everybody just? Well, vomit? like, this
1: guy's named Muhammad Farman Ali, so people call, like, call him Farman or Muhammad Farman. They but then they call it's just him like, Mofar? Mofar. Sure, whatever. But, like, just stop naming your fucking kids Muhammad. I mean, some of the. Latino, my, my, who am I kidding? Mostly Mexican. named their kid Jesus, 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 yeah. Which is the same thing. It's like your kid's not Jesus. <laughs> well, I know when he was born, you didn't know. Like maybe he would turn out to be great, but look, he didn't. You, you, you probably could have guessed that he wasn't going to turn out that great.
3: I'm just saying, there's other names out there, Pakistan, like
1: Hitler, <laughs> Adolf. Adolf yeah, there Hitler you go. Was the last name that doesn't really yeah. work. botch that joke. But yeah, Adolf isn't really used anymore. Yeah, Saddam is
3: used that's a, that's a common But not as common as Muhammad
1: Hussein, middle name of our president mm. That's true <laughs> Alright, enough on that uh, There's two brothers though And uh, this is a little bit of a Sort of Jokar And the other one Sarnaev type of thing Oh
3: wait, were those are uh, the two guys The Boston Bombers
1: Well yeah, and one's dead And the younger one is like Hey man It wasn't me. It was the older guy. Well, he's dead. Okay. Yeah, that that dude's pretty much screwed too. The superintendent of police in Daria Khan, which is the town, uh, she told the BBC that these two brothers, Arif and Mohammed, uh, they had to uh, raid their residence Monday morning after reports of a stench coming from their house. Which, if you ever—well, no, I'm not going to (laughs) go. No, but you know, I, I imagine India
3: must smell pretty foul.
1: Certain parts, and I think this is probably a rural part, right? Well, this is Pakistan, though, but Pakistan and India are pretty much the same. It'd be nice if we could just get those straight. <laughs> this is Pakistan. Yeah, but they border each other, so I imagine it's not and much of And there's the whole Kashmir, like, you know, the border's even moving back and forth all the time, so who's to say? And they hate each other. They hate each other. But I
3: think they smell the same. Uh, I don't mean that in a derogatory way. Sounds like you do. I don't. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people smell bad French. Ah, oh, the French are the French smell awful. Uh, they don't. They don't like uh, to use uh, anti yo. Know, uh, they, they don't like to use deodorants.
1: Deodorants, yeah. or you know, showering every day is not a big thing for them.
3: And the cheese that they rub on their genitalia, <laughs>
1: and just yeah, and eat. Yeah. Um. Well, let's get into the story. So they had this bad smell. So it had to be pretty bad because, like you were saying, you know, it's uh, rural Pakistan, and. Uh, The SP, the superintendent of police says, We found the severed head of a child. (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) About two or three years old. Now, the severed head wasn't two or three years old. The child whose head it was was two or three years old
3: in the residence. So, wait, they found a head of a child in the residence.
1: Where? Like on the table. Kitchen table. <laughs> like a decoration? They probably dug up his body from a grave, but the identity of the child in the graveyard from where his body might have been stolen is not clear. <laughs> like, which begs the question, what the fuck, Pakistan? Like, are there just g- graveyards all over with tons of open graves? Like, oh, that one got dug up, that one got dug up. We don't know which of these open graves that used to have a kid in it is the ki- this kid's. Do you think- it seems like you would just go to the local graveyards and be like, oh, yeah, look at that one that was just buried a couple weeks ago. Look, it's all dug up. That's the one. But do you think they have, like, you know how we have sanctioned
3: areas that are cemeteries? I don't think they have that in Pakistan. I think it's just like, yeah, someone died. Let's just bury them back, up back with a camel.
2: <laughs>
1: I don't know <laughs> if they have camels in Pakistan. I assume they do. <laughs> I mean, that's what it, I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have made that assumption. But that's what they make it sound like.
3: Well, it just sounds like uh, people die there all the time. It's a third world country. I'm sure people are dying of different diseases. Where you, you know, there's so many, there's so many dead people. I mean, like, you, you live have in a country stuff, like Pakistan,
1: them. and people are dying all the time, and there's all these diseases, and then you die, and it's like the Sam Kinison thing. Like, there's still no peace because Aunt Arif and Mohammed, <laughs> Ali, like, still come and fucking dig your three-year-old ass body up, and uh, so they. they they, fucking, they they found Arif because he was there in the house, right? And they interrogated him. And Arif admitted they chopped the body up and cooked it, but she, he blames it all on his elder brother and denies he either helped him or devoured the curry because they made a meat curry out of it. See,
3: that, that's the one reason why I don't like Indian food that much, kind of along the lines of the creamy food. How do you know what's in there? It's like it just says brown or it's orange or it's green.
1: A bowl of brown. Well, also from game but, you,
3: you, but you go to like an Indian restaurant. It's like, yeah, I guess I'll just take that green tastes, stuff with the chunks. Good,
1: I do have a hard time believing that, like, if you just cooked up a person, especially a small child, with this succulent, tender meat, <laughs> and cooked it, that anybody could even tell that it wasn't just like pork.
3: Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Like, uh, they, you know, they, especially with all the spices, did they grind them up or they just kind of chop them into like you know? Cubes? I think they chopped them.
1: Yeah, the cubes. Hmm. Other countries don't do, like, the big steak like we do. I don't know if you noticed that. Maybe Western ones do, but, like, all the... They like don't all, do that in Germany? Maybe Germany, but all the non-Western countries, like, they chop the meat up. They don't have, like, oh, here's just a big slab of the fucking animal's leg. They don't have, like, a filet. Yeah. They must think that's disgusting. And it is kind of disgusting now that you think about it. Like, the bone is still there, and then the meat's just around the bone? I mean, I, I think it's absolutely repulsive. Well, I'm not asking you. I'm talking to the fans here. <laughs>
2: <yet. laughs>
1: but other countries are like, well, we'll chop it up, so you can't really tell what it used to be.
3: Well, I mean, it, it sounds like you could put anything in the curry, and you have no idea what it is.
1: Yeah. It's fucking delicious, though. Dead so, three-year-old boy. So the really funny thing, they haven't been able to find Muhammad yet. You know, they're like, oh, have you seen Muhammad? Which one? Yeah, there's like a the, thousand of them right here. Oh, you like mean Mofar? Far? This- You mean Mofar 1 or Mofar 2? Big Mofar or Little Mofar? Oh, you mean the cannibal motherfucker Mofar? Okay, everybody knows where that guy is. No, he's over there. He's in that tube. He's hiding in the culvert. But the funny thing is, if that wasn't funny enough, is that both of these brothers just got out of jail in May 2013, which is like a year ago. Because they uh, two years ago, they got convicted of stealing the body of a dead woman from her grave in 2011 and doing the same thing, eating the fuck out of her. I I don't understand this. Do these guys have a job or do they
3: like the taste? Is this like a fetish? Do they like the taste of human, human flesh?
1: I think it's pretty obvious that they do because they got out of jail and they did the same thing. Yeah,
3: but is it because they don't work and this is the only meat that they can get?
1: Well, why wouldn't you go steal a cow? Why would you go dig up a body? How wh- okay, if this was your older brother telling you if
3: my older brother was telling me to do this well, actually I don't do anything my older brother tells me to do.
1: <laughs> no, they think about it. And think of all that. Think of that list. <laughs> hey D. Here, here's some things you should do that I like to do. We're gonna go get some
3: poppers tonight. <laughs> nah, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm gonna stay home to and watch uh, Small <laughs> Wonder.
2: <laughs> the <This> show sucks. <laughs>
1: uh so yeah the they and they only went to, so so you might be thinking <laughs> they dug up a grave and ate some chick that was 24 years old why do they only go to jail for two years well pakistan has no law related to cannibalism so they only were sentenced under the law of desecration of the grave which is a good death metal band name desecration, desecration of, the of the grave, grave. It's good, i or think that's album. an album title yeah sure
3: so wait, there's no cannibalism law? No. In
1: and you would think after two years, they'd be like, well, maybe we should get that law in the books. But it sounds like they haven't. So you can eat people anytime you want. Well, I mean, they'll get you for something else, but... Desecration of a good Maybe if you, you got the Pakistani version of Johnny Cochran, hmm. they get you off.
3: So these two brothers, they just live together and they eat dead bodies.
1: Oh, I should point out that after the first thing in, in 2011, they got convicted. They did have wives and children, but they were abandoned by... Uh, they both were abandoned by their wives and their families. Uh, and the local police said at the time that they believed the two men had dug up more than 100 corpses <laughs> from a local graveyard and eaten them. Which, once again, if it's a local graveyard and like hundreds of corpses go missing, like don't you get a guard dog or put a fence up or maybe hire some guy to
3: stay there all night. Well, you know what I'm wondering? It's like, don't you think you could save some money in this third world country instead of burying the person? Just give them to these guys. Right. You know? We have cremation here in the West. There they have Mushfar and what's the other guy's name? (laughs)
1: something arif
3: yeah arif and then they so eat when you when you have
1: your relative cremated then you get like the urn with the ashes in it so if you give it these guys and they eat it what what's in the urn i guess the bones oh i was gonna say the, the poop <laughs> <laughs>
3: so wait i wonder what the uh the wife the the wives and the, the kids think of this
1: well they didn't like it that's what they left
3: You know, I thought you weren't even allowed to get a divorce in these countries, but is this kind of like one of those extenuating circumstances? Right. Yes, exactly. Where they're just like, uh, okay, yeah, your husband dug up a corpse and ate it. And he used your good pans. (laughs) That's cool. You can have a divorce. I told
1: him he can do that, but he needs to use his own pan and not use the family pan, but he used the family pan and the spatula.
3: (laughs) It's disgusting. Uh, anyway people uh, Send your stories To Signal Podcast At a Uh We have some uh, Phone calls to get to We have a special guest Who's going to be Taking some phone calls With us Before we get to Our first call Here's a word From our sponsor
5: What do you do When you're at A family reunion Or Thanksgiving You got a Raging Boner That won't go away And you're considering Fucking Your grandmother you go to Adam and Eve, of course. You buy a jerk off sleeve, you know, build a pocket pussy, something of that nature. So you can go in the bathroom and just take care of that raging boner before you have to bend over to your grandma with the table and just talk her. So go to AdamandEve.com and type in the code diddle. D-I-D-D-L-E. That's what grandpa used to do to your dad. Talk to you later. Bye.
3: So we got a special guest here on uh, Sick and Wrong who's going to help us do some phone calls. A uh, true renaissance man who's been on the show before. Musician, artist, painter, writer, and now a podcaster. Ryan Young, thanks for being on the show, man.
4: Hell yeah. Always awesome.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think uh, last time you were on, we spoke to a jiggle. did we interview that gigolo, Nick
4: Hawk? Nick Hawk. That was his name? Nick Hawk.
3: Nick Hawk. Yeah. That was, uh, well, what else are you going to name yourself if you're a gigolo?
4: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I remember I hadn't seen that show when we did that. And now, you know, t- touring around, I-, I caught it a couple of times, thinking it was like the Skinamax shit. <laughs> Just like oh what, I I think I saw that dude bang a chick in a barn, and it was like the most uncomfortable thing. And I, I had like four pieces of pizza in my mouth, and I was.
3: It's a good thing to do those shove food in your mouth while watching that show or porn in general. Yeah, I love eating while I'm watching porn.
4: You must mix it up.
3: (laughs) No, that show is just absurd. You know, I've only seen a couple episodes. I like the guy. um, He's older. I think his name's Brace. And he's an idiot. Yeah, I, I think he has a podcast too. But Doesn't um
4: everybody now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> every fucking idiot so has a podcast.
3: Go. Um but uh yeah, so uh you're um you've been on the show before and uh now you're podcasting. Um
4: what's going on with the band? Off of their heads. We are taking a break because I lost my mind because I started to fucking hate being in a band. Hiatus. Hiatus, I guess that's what they call it. But I mean we're playing next month. It's just we're I don't want to live on the road anymore. You know, you
3: guys are the hardest working band in punk rock. I mean, seriously, how many days a year did you tour? Uh, Between
4: 150 and 250 days a year for seven years straight. Fucking insane. Yeah, it drove me completely insane, actually. So I took a break, and now I'm back in Inglewood.
3: Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. So you're living here in L.A. You moved out here from uh, from the Midwest, or Minnesota, right? mm Mm-hmm. You moved out here. You're living in Inglewood, which uh, to people who don't live in L.A. that's where Dr. Dre and N.W.A. came from. Like Dr. Dre talks about Inglewood and Compton, like the right story yeah, there.
4: You know who's from here though? Who? Nate Dog. Oh, Nate Dog. Yeah. yeah. Rest Nate in peace, yeah.
3: Nate <laughs> Dog. That guy. That guy. You know, it's funny because I've been listening to a lot of Dr. Dre, Chronic One and Chronic Two lately in the Prius while I'm driving to work. And uh, I gotta say, Nate Dog just has just a really great voice.
4: He really who, does. Who else can I,
3: harmonize like that?
4: The things that he sings about with that voice are amazing. Ah, you know, my favorite one is the
3: uh, uh, I think "Ain't No Fun" unless your homies get some. <laughs> you know, that's all. I, he his harmony on that is just it's it's impeccable. It's great. So, what's Inglewood uh, like? Are you living like in? A, I mean, do you have? Are you living like in a house? Do you have a pit bull? Actually. <laughs>
4: It is a house, and yes i can 't believe you guessed it. there is a pitfall here, nice <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding, yeah, he makes me feel safe, even though he he 's the nicest thing in the world but uh, it it 's not i mean I guess the the park that we live right on had they had to change the name of it because it 's where three gangs territories met.
3: So, <laughs> is it that <laughs> dangerous though? I mean, or is it just kind of like? I mean, would you
4: walk around there at three in the morning? Ah, uh, I probably couldn't. I don't uh, know. I mean, do you I, see any whiteys No, there's not a ton of. I mean, I've seen a couple. They're real crazy looking, though. So I wonder if that's my future. I always <laughs> think it's
3: yeah. I always think it's funny when you hear like you know listening to Dr. Dre singing about Inglewood or Compton. Do you think Dr. Dre ever goes to Inglewood anymore?
4: No. Of course not. It's like, fuck that. No, no, no. There's no reason. Do you know where the forum is?
3: Yeah. You know, I I saw uh, um, Prince there. Nice. Actually, uh, several, several shows.
4: About uh, half a mile from the forum.
3: Oh, God. Yeah, that area is sketchy. It was funny because I remember going to Prince and I got totally lost. (laughs) And I was driving around. I think Prince was doing these benefit shows to save the forum. Uh, this was like a year ago in August and, uh, yeah, I was driving around. I got really lost and I was just like, wow, this neighborhood sucks. And we stopped to, I stopped to go get cigarettes or something. And it just, yeah, like, uh, there's like bulletproof glass in front of uh, the cashier. And I was like, okay, we're in the ghetto.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I kind of figured that out. Have you listened to ice T's podcast? No, I didn't. He has a podcast now. Oh my God, dude. It's the best thing ever, but He talks about people living down here in this because he grew up around here, too. And he said, just be yourself. If you're you're the white boy surfer pot smoker, be that. And the the gangsters won't fuck with you.
3: Wow. (laughs) Some good some good advice there from Ice-T. Former gangster slash law and order actor. Yeah, dude. Wow. He
4: talks about that. how People give him shit about being a cop. And writing the song, <laughs> Cop Killer. I and mean, he's like, you dumb motherfucker. I ain't a cop, I'm an actor.
3: <laughs> do, do, you remember, do you remember that song he did called I'm Your Pusher? Yeah. Oh, my God. It was one of my favorite rap songs when I was a kid. I had that on tape. I Seize Power. I had it on tape. And that song was about a guy who, well, they sampled that Curtis Mayfield Pusher Man song. But it's about a guy that's like, he just wants drugs. He wants crack. He wants cocaine. He wants whatever. And he's going up to him and be like, hey, man, I want to get high. And he's like, you know what? I can get some crack. And I see he's like, I know where you can get an LP. And he's like, nah, <laughs> nah, man. I want to get high. I know where you can get a seven inch. And then it's like he just starts rapping about music and rap. And then the guy at the end is just like, yeah, you know, I'd rather listen to your music than get high. <laughs> it's, it's a great song. People, yes. I recommend checking that out. So he- I noticed, uh, Ryan, you're not at Coachella, and uh, so apparently Off of Their Heads is not playing Coachella.
4: No. Um, no. We, what- we've never been asked. <laughs> <laughs> would you ever go to that? Uh, would I go as a fan? As a, as, yeah, like- as a fan to Coachella. No. No. Not unless I was, like, on someone's bus. Yeah, I'm, and you're I'd a VIP. Really too spoiled with music festivals. I'm, I can't, like, go out and... Hang out with all the weird. Well, I don't know. It's especially, all- especially
3: though, a music festival in the middle of the fucking desert. That's like I don't know, a hundred degrees. Sounds I would die.
4: Terrible.
3: Yeah, I, I, I don't even care who's playing. You know, well, you could resurrect really, the Doors.
4: That great playing, anyway. I
3: don't even know,
4: but yeah, right. I mean, maybe there is. We're just talking out our ass. We don't know anything about this thing. We just. Are we hipsters now? <laughs>
3: yeah, I, I, the only you know what I like about Coachella. There's one thing I like about Coachella. Well, two things I like about Coachella. One, all the assholes leave LA this weekend and last weekend. It's kind of cool, so you can actually go to restaurants and uh, and uh, bars, and it's not super crowded with idiots. Uh-huh. And uh, number two is bands will play shows in between, like Motorhead and Graveyard played last Friday.
4: Oh yeah, that, that was kind of right. cool.
3: And uh, uh, Anvil is playing tomorrow night. I don't know if that has anything to do with Coachella because would Anvil play Coachella? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things that I just like that and Burning Man. It's just, it's just never going to happen. I'm never going to
4: do Burning that. Man a music festival or is it a, like, is it just a gathering?
3: I think it just is a gathering of a lot of white people in the desert wearing Native American headdresses. huh? You know, and, and then they go out there and they do drugs and they puke and urinate on things. And, and I, I just I, don't think I can handle the, either one of those.
4: I don't know. I Maybe. might do the Burning Man thing sometime before I die. But I'd have to get way back into drugs again. I don't know if I want to do that now.
3: (laughs) I've always felt at this point, I don't know if I'm going to start doing massive amounts of LSD. I've always thought I could do Burning Man if like a helicopter just brought me in at like sundown at like six or seven, dropped me off, and I got to go do just a ton of drugs. And then it came before sunup and just got me out of there. Cause that yeah, way I don't you know, have to yeah, shit in a porta beacon potty.
4: where you could push it and then the helicopter would pick you up and you could get out of there.
3: <laughs> yeah. And I could just leave and it's like, I don't have to be in the sun. I don't have to shit in a porta a potty Yeah. You know, I just, I, I kind of wish I could do something
4: like that. That's obviously ideal. Yeah.
3: So anyway, uh, let's talk some shop here. You're from one podcaster to another podcaster. Let's, let's talk about podcasting. You know, you, you came to the right place. I've been, I've been doing the podcasting thing for a long time here. If you have any questions about it, good person to ask. I um, want to talk about your podcast, Anxious and Angry. Is that, that what it's called?
4: Correct. That is correct.
3: So uh, tell me about it. How many uh, shows you got going?
4: Uh, I've recorded about six of them, but I've only put up three. I've been waiting for my website to go up. But uh, I, Once talk, a week? I, I talk to musician friends of mine and I get them to answer questions from people about uh, pretty much anything, but usually just... Uh, depression or they're anxious bullshit and stuff like that because <laughs> so, all of us have that. So we're, I just kind of put it out there and take the stigma away from it of being super, you know, I think everyone's just too scared to talk about it. And they make too big a deal out of it. When if you lighten it a little bit, it's kind of funny. So you talk about your feelings a little bit. Yeah. In, in the best way. And then we make fun of it or, we help people i don 't know some of it you don't make fun of So you ridicule, not, you
3: ridicule you ridicule people 's feelings
4: not at all <laughs> <laughs> but I get them to realize oh maybe it's not so bad
3: uh, I, I like that I like that idea so that that that, that hence the name anxious and angry
4: yeah it 's a line from one of my songs but uh it, it, it's cool because i get I get these musicians to actually kind of ambush them and get them to talk about how they're a little fucked up because all musicians and comedians are so
3: oh yeah for sure
4: yeah Perfect so comedian. it's a good thing that that everyone has in common and nobody ever asks these people about these things so i might as well be the one to do it because i'm friends with them so i can actually get a little more out of them than just your average journalist or radio guy or podcaster or whatever well that's a good idea because you already have connections with
3: these guys you have a history with them so you already can bring up stories that they probably don't want to talk about, but you know because you were there.
4: Exactly.
3: Oh, that's great. So is it a once a week show or is it weekly?
4: Yeah, yeah, I'm doing it weekly from from now on. Maybe even a couple of times a week because I don't have anything else to do.
3: <laughs> yeah, you're on hiatus. Why not?
4: Yeah, yeah. Why not?
3: And so um, yeah. you, you the get
4: first to get- episode is uh, Nathan from Boy Fire. Oh, nice. And the second one is uh, Corpse Grinder from Cannibal, Cannibal Corpse. Cannibal Corpse, one of my
3: favorite <laughs> bands. Yeah, you know, it, so- it's funny, I remember, I think it was last time you were on the show, maybe, or maybe we were hanging out and you told me that uh, um, Corpse is a big fan off with their heads. Yeah, totally. We talk about that in the episode. Uh, you, you would never expect that. I would never no. expect that. But uh, just because such talks. a
4: that motherfucker talks. So it's, it's really cool to hear what he has to say. He he didn't stop for about 45 minutes on that one. So,
3: wow. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I'd like to. You know, I'm, I'm going to have to check it out. So um, who do you have coming up?
4: Uh, coming up, I have uh British rock sensation, Frank Turner. Frank Turner. Nice. Let's see who else. I don't even know. I I, I got everything. I I do everything by the seat of my pants. So some dillinger four guys i'm sure i got a board behind me i'm gonna have matt skiba i'm gonna have uh kyle command comedian he's a great comedian yeah and that's about as far ahead as i'm planning but i've started doing it people keep calling and writing in so much that i might have to do some on my own or with with i don't know i gotta figure it i'm i'm doing it as i go yeah, well, that's the best way to do that it, though. Nobody can nobody can talk shit about my podcast because I don't know what I'm doing and I don't care. So. Yeah, but, that,
3: but that's the best. I mean, that's what uh, the nature of podcasting is—you know, do-it-yourself radio. And yeah, uh, get- I mean, you have, and that, that's the thing too. You have connections with uh, with some great musicians, some good talented comedians, and stuff like that.
4: So it's 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 a perfect medium for you, there, Ryan. Totally. I want to get Brett Gerwitz from Bad Religion too because he. uh he had quite the drug problem back in the 90s when the offspring blew up. So uh, wow. I know people have heard that story before, but maybe not this generation. And he redeemed himself. But, uh, you know, the offspring success led me to do a lot of drugs, too. <laughs> I think
3: a lot of people yeah. <laughs> just I don't understand this. Give, <laughs> give me more drugs. <laughs> um, so it's anxious dot com. Right. Can you get it on iTunes? You can. It is on iTunes. So you can search the iTunes. You can get it there. You can listen uh, directly from the website. Are you on um uh what is it Spotify? Not Spotify.
4: They even have no. They don't have
3: Pop- not Spotify. Soundhound. I I forget- a
4: subscription to Spotify. No, that, I forget the other one.
3: SoundCloud. Just- SoundCloud.
4: No, is that a thing? See, I don't even know. I just thought iTunes was where everyone went.
3: You know, iTunes is the main one, but uh, we also offer the show on like Stitcher and uh, several different ones. A recent one that uh, came to us was SoundCloud, and what's kind of cool about SoundCloud is you could just uh, when you post it to like Facebook or the Twitters, you could just post a link to the SoundCloud, and just you could play it right off the post.
4: Look at that! I know. Uh, good. See, I'm learning something every
3: time. Uh, you, you came to the right place here. So, <laughs> Ryan, being that you're uh, relatively new to uh, podcasting, I want to see if uh, you qualify as a true podcaster,
4: and uh, by finding
3: out if you're able to dispense advice.
4: Well, that's what I do
3: to listeners. Yep,
4: I'm half drunk, and that's about where I'm at my best.
3: <laughs> that that really does. But that you know that separates the uh, the. Uh, men from the boys here when you're podcasting, because a lot of them, a lot of podcasters think that they can dispense true advice, but you know, it takes, it takes experience and it takes just, uh, just a sense of uh, just, just having a rational sense of mind in order to do this. And so, you know, Lance and I have been doing the show for a while in the beginning. I don't think we really, well, in the beginning, we didn't get any phone calls, but in the beginning, I don't think we were really qualified to dispense advice, but you've been a musician, an artist, a talented man for years now. Let's see if you can answer some is that gay questions. All right. You know, I, I, think, uh, I think you are qualified to do this. And this will really determine um, your podcasting ability. So uh, let um... – actually, this first one isn't even is that gay question, this first call. This is a call about my uh, favorite wrestler who uh, recently passed away, the Ultimate Warrior.
4: That's your favorite wrestler? <laughs>
3: yeah, he was back in the day, he was my favorite wrestler. Well, and I The Undertaker. I just
4: read uh, an entire article about what a huge piece of shit that guy
3: <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he run for, like, uh, like, a, local, like a local politician or, like, a mayor or something?
4: He, he, I, yeah, I mean, that was definitely part of it. He had a comic book. Did you know about his graphic novel?
3: I had never seen his graphic novel
4: he has a graphic novel where he essentially, it looks like he sexually assaulted Santa Claus (laughs) and is trying on his pants. And there's like Santa's laying all beaten up and there's fucking jizz on his shoulder.
3: Oh my God. Wait, so it's a graphic, like a, like an adult. No, I uh, I will will
4: send you the, the picture when we're done with this. It's insane. And he he claims that he said he didn't even care anymore, and five years later saw it and was like, "You shouldn't have done that <laughs> <laughs> to the artists." <laughs> what I don't understand what's what's what is the story
3: here? He just he just beats the shit out of Santa Claus and rapes him.
4: Yeah, it was a Christmas episode, and basically, yeah, that's what it was. I, I he also said <laughs> Katrina did a good thing for New Orleans. So he,
3: <laughs> so so I guess it is true that steroids not only just. Uh, shrinks your penis, rots your body. It also rots your brain. Yeah. Yeah, it affects your It affects your cognitive functioning. Um, well, here it is. This, this guy's calling in, talking about the death of the Ultimate Warrior. All
5: right. Hey, D Lance. It's the Twin Cities Strongman. I've been listening to Sticking Wrong for five or six years now, but I've never actually called in. 22-year-old natural power lifter from Minnesota. It means I don't take any anabolic steroids, growth Power hormones, after. or other performance-enhancing drugs. I'm also a recent graduate of the University of Minnesota, a degree in physiology, focusing on muscle physiology. And in all these years of have been listening to you two clowns, I've come to the conclusion you both have absolutely no idea how the human body works,
4: specifically the female reproductive system.
3: One thing you've got to get used to
4: about podcasting, Ryan, is, is the haters. I think that you guys have a, a lot more haters than than I would at the moment. And uh, now now all of yours are gonna come over to me and be dicks to me. But this guy's a power lifter from Minnesota.
3: Yeah. You know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't make fun of him to his face. I wouldn't uh No, but like here is our safe
4: his, zone where we can make fun of yeah, him.
3: Yeah, yeah. No. And that's what I, that's what I'm you know, kinda getting at. You just have to learn to deal with the haters because haters are gonna hate. And the haters definitely hate us. And, and actually, come to think of it, all of our fans kind of hate us yeah, to they some seem, degree.
4: Well, I mean, I'm in a band, dude. Like, that, it's the, the most favorite thing to do is just send me, hey, your last record fucking sucks. I hope you die.
3: But do you, but do you know what that really means? They love you. <laughs> totally. They really love you. They're just jealous. They love you. They, they want to listen to the record and uh, go have some, like, Dairy Queen with you. <laughs> you yeah, know, that's, that's why the fans... So this guy, he's saying, yeah, we have no idea about the physiology or... Of, of okay, the yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That's
4: all right. You guys are losers. But
3: he knows that we really do. Oh, yeah. He's learned a lot from us over the years.
5: Now, I never really felt compelled to call in because I heard you two talking about the death of the ultimate warrior. And I just wanted to fill you in on why professional wrestlers and bodybuilders die so young. Even though I don't take steroids, I do have friends that do... You know, unlike you two, I actually understand how they work.
3: I have no idea. First of
5: all, they don't really shrink your balls. Liar! It's more just propaganda to scare people so they don't take them. Second of all, these wrestlers aren't dying from some sort of hormone imbalance, like wackily things. They're actually just getting too big and overworking their hearts. No matter how much muscle these guys put on, their hearts stay the same size, and they have to work much harder to pump blood throughout their entire bodies. Simple analogy you two might actually be able to understand... So it'd be the D guy and his shitty Prius. He could drive to the Bay Area on one tank of gas. But when he goes back All to right, L.A., stop, stop, stop. Jeffrey's fat ass might decide.
4: Doesn't it sound like this guy has under one foot, like a cat, and he's just like holding the cat's neck down and under the other foot, like a kid babysitting or something? <laughs> <laughs> like, listen to him talk. And it's, he's, he just sounds like he's fucking up something.
3: I thought he was on the shitter. I mean, like on the it, toilet, just kind of, you know, doing his business. But then at the same still, time, if, multitasking. If, if,
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, I don't get it. Like power lifters, aren't they kind of like built like, like you know dwarves from like Lord of the Rings? They're really squat, right? They're, they're wider. They're like chodes. They're wider than they are tall. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. not, not saying this in a derogatory sense. I'm, I'm just saying that physically he's wider than he is tall. Guaranteed. Yeah, because yeah, right. you have to be. Um, it's, it's interesting, though, uh, that uh, steroids do not shrink your balls. It's good to know. Not that I've ever done steroids. but um,
4: If you yeah I, now, always, now you know.
3: I always assume that. I yeah, never knew that.
5: He needs to hitch a ride so he can boost some home on West Hollywood that he meets on grinder Because these cars are substantially heavier on the way back. You have know, to burn through more fuel. I hope you two can follow this brain buster keep it sick and wrong later boys it's
3: a good analogy there so the prius which does get a uh, at least 48 miles per gallon
4: hell of a vehicle
3: but if i had you know if it was filled with a bunch of homosexuals i would get less miles per gallon just because it'd be heavier <laughs> <laughs> so much like the ultimate warrior the
4: sexuality.
3: No, I'm mean, just saying like he was saying, if my brother, um, you know, hitched a ride with me with maybe like several of his uh, gay friends, there'd be more weight in the Prius, thus using more gas, which is probably what happened to the ultimate warrior. You know, he put on uh, he took some steroids. He uh, became gayer with age. And next thing you know, his heart just gave out because he loved so much.
4: Yeah, I mean, uh, basically, he he was a very loving guy, especially towards the uh, the gay community
3: and Santa Claus.
4: <laughs> you
3: know, he changed his name to Warrior. Yeah. At the end. So wait, who's your favorite wrestler then?
4: Um, I mean, I kind of stopped, stopped paying attention to wrestling, uh, but CM Punk, yeah, like last year. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, because I got old. and I <laughs> Yeah, no,
3: I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, I stopped following that at least by, I don't know, ninth or 10th grade? Maybe ninth grade, maybe? 8th grade?
4: Yeah, it was right around then when I was just kind of like, okay. This is but stupid. CM Punk is a fan of my band, and, like, he... <laughs> it, like, we hang out. He's a good dude. I, I had no idea he was such a popular wrestler when I met him. I don't know him. And Is he, like, one of the newer wrestlers? Dude, he was, like, the, Hulk, the world heavyweight champion of the WWE. Yeah. What year? Uh, like, last year.
3: Oh, okay, so I,
4: yeah, I don't... I wouldn't. Yeah, none of us would, but he got me into SummerSlam, and I actually went to, at the Staples Center, an actual wrest. Renee and I went to this actual wrestling event. <laughs> it was awesome.
3: What's the median age at something like that? Dude, it's all
4: over the map. All I knew is after CM Punk wrestled, I was like, yo, we gotta go now, because I don't want to be in traffic with these people. <laughs> <laughs> what,
3: what does he look like? Does he have, like, a mohawk? Does he look like a punk rock guy?
4: Sometimes, yeah. Uh, he 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 differs it up. He's he's like shorter than me, and I'm like six two, but he's obviously but he's huge, much more. <laughs> he wrestled Brock Lesnar that day. Wow. Yeah.
3: And is he, that uh, what Brock Lesnar does now? He does, he's not an Ultimate Fighter anymore. He Does both? Wow. Now that guy's that guy's huge. Yeah. He's did a he monster. pick Brock Lesnar up off the ground? He did. It was crazy. That's that is insane. God, that that is crazy. Alright, well thank you there Minnesota powerlifter um, um, Yeah, that's, that's a good analogy And uh, thanks for explaining that I was, I was wondering what happened there to the Ultimate Warrior I wonder if he stopped doing steroids Or just continued throughout You know, his, through, as he matured As he aged
4: I don't know man, that guy was such a piece of shit I can't wait to send you the, the story
3: <laughs> I just want to see I just want to know the premise Like, Why was he raping Santa
4: Claus I never even got that far. There's like two or three like panels of that too. And I don't think there's any text. So it's just, (laughs) (laughs) it's
3: just, I I just don't understand it. Yeah. All right. Um, let's, let's move on here. I actually have an, is that gay question and a, my two cents. So these are two different segments. You know, there's one, someone's questioning, you know, whether or not their actions are gay. The other one's asking for your advice for, for a particular situation. So, uh, let's do the, um, Let's do the my two cents first. Let me roll right. the theme music.
1: My two cents with Dean Lance.
0: Hey bitches, I need some of my two cents.
3: Yeah, bitches, that's that's very so, common. Uh, We're getting used an to that, right? Building
0: right, the cubicles are set up so that I can see what the guy in front of me does. We don't actually have cubicle walls. I'm sure you can understand. You both work in offices. Anyway, we're having a seating arrangement and my boss has purposely stuck me next to the loudest, most obnoxious, don't give a shit, fuck you guy in the whole department. I need to know how to get revenge on my boss. Mind you, his desk is in a workspace that the entire office can see because he's like central in our workspace kind of thing. And it has to be... Incognito enough that he doesn't know it came from me. The guy's a complete egotistical jerk. Any help you can give me would be much appreciated. Please, before May 15th, because that's the date that we move our offices around and I get stuck next, next to this fuckface. Thanks, B. Thanks, Lance. Love-
3: hmm, Workplace uh, dilemma here.
4: I feel like you and I are the perfect people for this question.
3: Yeah, you know, I've, I've, uh, I have a history of uh, pulling off his pranks.
4: Okay. Now, uh, pranks are one thing. How, I, I wonder how badly she wants to, to get this guy.
3: Well, she's skirting a fine line here because you can't <laughs> go, you know, you can't do something so egregious that she gets fired for harassment or something, you know? Yeah. And that's the thing. And then you got to know, you got to understand too. You have to do this. You have to be incognito. You have to be secretive about it because if people see it, then they're going to tell him. And then there's a chance for repercussion. So that, that's why you can either maybe do something funny to him, or you could do something potentially damaging and embarrassing. It sounds like she, uh, it sounds like, so she's get, being seated next to someone who's the loudest guy in the office. And she's angry at her boss.
4: But not angry at this guy. I, 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 I mean, someone's got to sit next to him. How, how much at fault is the boss to blame?
3: Yeah. And I wonder if, if De- like it sounds to me that she thinks the boss is doing this on purpose. Oh, okay. so she wants to get revenge on him. So it, it sounds to me that they have like a jocular relationship. They joke with each other. They pull pranks. Probably. It sounds like that kind of office. Because, like, with me, you know, I just just started a new job a couple months ago. I wouldn't pull a prank on one of my bosses. I would be fired. I I don't even – and it doesn't even matter the uh, severity of the prank. I would just be fired because they probably wouldn't tolerate that at this point. (laughs) Yeah. But it sounds like she has a uh, relationship with her boss that's kind of a joking relationship. So what I would probably do – Hmm. I would probably change the wall cause his desk is in the middle of everything. I would probably change the wallpaper of his computer to be like Goatsy's asshole <laughs> or something like that, you know, or maybe just a nice bestiality shot huh. or something. And then you could set, you could just do it, you know, like when he steps away from his desk, just go quickly do that and just like save the image, you know, in the, in the back and then just let it go. That's not bad.
4: That's not bad.
3: I mean, I, I, I'd almost do something like that. That's just an easy one to
4: do. I feel like you, you've you worked in offices. I, I, I'm going directly from a point of like, I haven't been in an office setting in 15 years. Yeah. Have you ever actually had an office job? I did. I was a purchasing agent when I was 19 for wow. a hospital. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. that's Yeah. But I, I was going the road of, uh, I mean, like there's the visine in the coffee which is always a bummer uh although who doesn't um, like to see their boss on three hits of acid <laughs>
3: <laughs> but see now now you're you're skirting the the severe prank i could be um you know charged with a crime
4: exactly and that's why i realized this is not realistic it's just kind of Awesome.
3: Yeah, no, it'd be hilarious. See, That's last the
4: week story you would have in your life. Yeah, my boss sat me next to this dickhead, so I fucking dosed him.
3: I dosed him with just, like, four hits of acid. <laughs> it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Four hits of wavy gravy. He's still fucked up. But you, you would probably go to prison for that.
4: Yeah, definitely. And I would, <laughs> my guess would be the boss would know that he was dosed with acid.
3: <laughs> you know what you almost could do? Which you might not, you might, you probably wouldn't get fired. Well, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be charged with a crime, but it'd be funny. Is maybe hire like a transvestite or a transsexual, a prostitute, to come and accuse your boss of not paying him. That's good too. Or you know, she's like, I performed a service for you, you did not pay me, and just have her just show up in the middle of the, you know, in the middle of the workday.
4: That's always good
3: because that would just be extremely embarrassing.
4: I was trying to think of something like that, like her going up and say, like, what? You don't call me after what we did last night? But that, <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. Or
3: just like have like a, you know, yeah, like a, or maybe like a dwarf hooker or something. It would just be hilarious. Just have her show up and just be like, well, fuck you. You know, spend the night at my house, not call me. Fuck your wife and your family. I love you. That would be great. <laughs> yeah, That would be great. I, I recommend doing something like that. Um, overdoing something potentially uh, uh, damaging.
4: Or the real advice that I would give is be like, go up to your boss and be like, this guy sucks. Don't put me by this guy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so actually go
3: up and air your grievances yeah, and, and be, be like, honest oh about it. Oh my
4: god, this guy fucking sucks. He eats with his mouth open or whatever he does. That is some sound advice. Yeah, so that's the real thing. Or the acid thing.
3: Yeah, or or just like go they go the like entirely different direction and just dose the motherfucker. Just dose him. <laughs> four hits of acid
4: and then get the dwarf prostitute to come in (laughs) at that
3: point any chick would probably look like a dwarf prostitute if you have four hits of uh alice in wonderland acid you know see
4: i'm glad we got the spitball on this (laughs) yeah
3: (laughs) all right moving on to the second uh question here this is a is that gay question let me roll the theme music Usually we don't do both of these bits in one show, but this is uh this is uh, we're doing a bit of a litmus test. I don't wanna sound
4: like a queer nothing, but I think unicorns are kick ass. Is that gay? I just watched my brother drip
2: off. Is that gay? I'm at the urinal, on this guy's looking over the wall. Is that gay?
4: I don't wanna sound like a queer nothing, but I think you've got a really nice ass.
2: Hey B,
0: hey Lance, it's Ash. <clears throat> I'll keep this one brief. Um, you guys were talking about Google Glass. And using it to record uh, getting a blow job from your lady. So I've got an is that gay question. If your girlfriend gives you a BJ with Google Glass on and she's recording it and it's to completion and you blow in her face and you later watch that video and you get aroused, are you gay? Hmm. Also, I think that a fitting nickname for the Choggles guy would be Choglodite. Anyway, uh, keep it sick, keep it wrong. Later.
3: That's a Wait. pretty good uh, nickname there. There's a guy that calls in that was, gave himself his own nickname, and we started calling him Choggle Pants. Choglodite, <laughs> though. I like that.
4: That's better, yeah. Chogl- so this guy's asking if uh,
3: uh, bas- basically, he's asking – I think we, we were talking about if uh, like you're wearing Google Glass and recording yourself getting a blowjob, that would be kind of gay because – or if the girl was wearing the Google Glass recording like with, her, with your dick in her mouth and you were watching it, it would be kind of gay. I, I'm not quite sure what, what we were talking about before, but he's saying that with Google Glass, if she was wearing it, she was blowing you and recording it and you blew it in her face – but you, it was all recorded, and you watched it. Essentially, just a bunch of cum from your cock coming all over your face, and you're watching it, and uh, you got a boner.
4: Very perplexing. Would um, that
3: be gay? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it's a, it's, a,
4: it's an interesting
3: uh, it's it's an interesting thought here because if you think about it, masturbation is not gay. But if you I, no
4: man, I think it is.
3: You think masturbation's gay?
4: Yeah, I think almost everything is.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's a, it's a little bit gay. But yeah. if you, I mean, if you're masturbating someone else, like another man, that's definitely pretty gay. Yeah. But if you're masturbating yourself, just you're, you know, watching porn, probably not that gay. But let's say you're masturbating to gay a- porn. What? That's kind of gay. So masturbation can be a bit gay. It's if you're,
4: incredibly gay. So if and you're everyone, masturbating. That's why, just, why everyone needs to chill out.
3: <laughs> so Well, if you're masturbating, to just a load of cum just being shot from a penis into your face, whether it's your own or not, it's, I think it's kind of gay.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, like if I take my stance like I just did and assume that almost everything is gay, it's the Google Glass thing most certainly gay.
3: I think Google Glass, just wearing Google Glass, is gay.
4: I literally just learned what that was. Have you ever seen anybody wearing it before? No, I just read an article about that lady in San, up in San Francisco that keeps getting beat up for having
3: them <laughs> That went into Molotovs, yeah, and, and got attacked. <laughs> I think she's an attention whore, that one. But, yeah, uh, she definitely is. So it Sounds like that was a bit staged. But yeah, Google
4: Glass, it's not, really just, it's not really gay, it's just lame. Did you hear about the guy in Venice Beach that... Uh, was just wearing them at a bar and this guy came up and was like either you give me those or i'm going to pepper spray you <laughs> and he just stole them but <laughs> he just gave it to him well he basically was mugged of his google glass which is so awesome <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah you know i i would say it's kind of gay be i mean do you think is it gay like let's say you made a recording a video recording just yourself from your computer of you jacking off. And that's what you're jacking off to. No women in the video at all. Just you yourself. Or let's say you jack up. You know, I I dated a girl whose ex-boyfriend. She said her ex-boyfriend used to jack off just to himself in the mirror. (laughs) That's weird. Yeah, she said she uh, walked in and he was doing it. He said he was just joking, but she was like, no way. Do you really do this? He said he, he had done it a few times.
4: Yeah, a few times, I'm sure.
3: Just because he thought, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess he found it arousing. But it's himself. It's not like, but it's another dude,
4: sort of. Yeah, no, that's uh, – it, it doesn't matter if it's yourself. Yeah, uh, I, I think that I, – I, I could th- trail off into – because <laughs> now I'm over the limit of buzzed. I could go into an entire thing about how weird that is. Just thinking about it. uh. Well, it
3: kind of follows this next question that someone emailed to us? Just a two for one here. Uh, This guy Hondo wrote in. He goes, I know it's not gay to jerk off, but is it gay? If you jerk off, lay down, throw your legs over your head and come in your own face. Keep it sick and always wrong. Peace, Hondo.
4: Well, why on (laughs) earth would you ever (laughs) want to do that? I bet you the ultimate warrior did that. He actually absolutely
2: had
4: to. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I don't think that that, like, even the term calling that gay is not correct. That's just fucking Deviant, stop. bizarre. Yeah, deviant is the more of a word. Yeah, like,
3: uh, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. You know, I was talking to... Somebody, a couple weeks, or no, yeah, last week, when I was getting tattooed, I was talking to this guy about, the, about our podcast, about Sick and Wrong, and I was saying, he was like, so, who have you interviewed? And I was just naming off, you know, guy that fucked a dolphin, Jim <laughs> Rose, and then this other guy that made a cookbook about cooking with his own semen. And he oh. was just like, whoa, really? That's interesting. And he was like, he said when he was a kid, when in high school, he used to just jack off in like a cup and drink it and he's and he's married you know he has a couple of kids and like when tattoo artist was dying he was just like really why would you do that and he was like i don't know i thought it was i don't know i like the taste of it that is uh i don't know if that's really gay or just deviant no nah, that's just bizarre but i guess it's kind of gay you are drinking cum yeah but
4: yeah you know, I'm, I'm kind of all for it. Whatever anyone wants to do, go nuts. Uh, <laughs> especially be like, be open about it because it gives us great stories. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, yeah. Let us know. Sure, Z- and Keep drinking your own jizz and splashing it in your eyes or whatever it is you do. Or cleaning your countertops with your ejaculate. Just write us and make sure that we all know what you're up to. See, that is some good
3: advice. I think you're going to be a fine podcaster there, Ryan. <laughs> that is some good advice. That is some expert advice there. Um, and, yeah, be prepared for that. You know, once you start opening that Pandora's box of people's problems, you're going to get some weird stories.
4: Yeah. Um, definitely. Okay. I'm into it.
3: Uh, anyway, people, give us a call at 206-666-3846, and uh, we will answer your My Two Cents and your Is That Gay questions. Um, thank you, people, for listening to the show on iTunes. You can just go to iTunes, do a search for Sick and Wrong, subscribe, rate, comment. We appreciate that. Boost visibility for the show. Another good way to advertise um, your, uh, your podcasting, your favorite podcast, is to buy a T-shirt. Go to sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store and get a Sick and Wrong logo tee. Uh, if you buy a shirt today, I also throw in a six-pack of stickers. So sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store. Uh, finally here, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week is uh, a cover of uh, a cover song that uh, Ryan uh, Ryan recently did. Did you do this as a solo project or is this an Off With Their Heads cover?
4: It is an Off With Their Heads cover. It was just with a bunch of guys who I, I – Off With Their Heads is kind of a collective of dudes. The guys we tour with, the guys we record with, and then there's random other things. Whenever I want to just do something, someone's always there to do it with me. I mean, I've had Mike Watt from the Minutemen like play with me on recordings. So
3: that is cool. <laughs> we do,
4: yeah. We kind of do whatever. But uh, this one we did in Minneapolis, and uh, we decided to get uh, get together and do like a doomy metal version of uh, of a Laura Jane Grace song, a friend of mine called "Harsh Realms."
3: Harsh Realms, and yeah. uh, Laura, Laura Jane Grace is the uh, the new, um, well, I guess it's the new name, the new uh, name of uh, the Against Me singer that went
4: transgender. Exactly, yes. And uh, the first person to come out as a transgender person. In punk in, rock? Oh, as far as Rolling Stone said. Wow. Um, so, you know, it's weird. I was never a huge Against Me
3: fan. Um, I, I've seen them before at a, just a, a festival or something a couple times. and But back then he was a dude. Uh-huh. And so I, I never knew him personally, but was it weird as a, you know, a musician who's played with him and a friend of his for so long, to all of a sudden be like, okay, he's a chick now.
4: I remember uh, like the day that that came out, I was just like, what? <laughs> How did you find and, out? Did you then read then about sl- it? I found out through a link from Rolling Stone, like my friend, like this is a fairly good, I mean, I don't have that many friends, but like, this is one of them. And I was like, What? <laughs> and then i sort of thought about it and kind of went oh 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 they, my god he's <laughs> that is, <laughs> like that's what these songs have been about all this time and it made so much sense and i was just like had this weird like feeling of like wow
3: a strange revelatory experience you're like wow all these songs i, I thought they were about something completely different little did i know
4: yeah it's about transgender dysphoria blues which is one of the best things i've heard in a long time well that's a
3: pretty obvious song though i could figure out the meaning of that song
4: yeah that, um and the whole new record is real open about it but man there's stuff that sounds like sabbath on it there's uh it, it's just there's a song called drinking with the jocks that's just fucking awesome just angry and self-loathing and it, it's real good they're, so- they're they're such a good band and they're
3: yeah, they're a great band. Did he? Did he go like you know, the the full surgery? Like, did he get his uh,
4: his his uh, Willie chopped off? It's funny talking about that kind of stuff because I don't know. And the more I like, I've never known anyone to do go through this kind of transition before. You're not supposed to talk about it. Oh, you're
3: not supposed to bring it up. Like, even you're not if you're supposed friend? to
4: bring it up to them. And and then like I I. Totally get that. Like, it's none of my business, so... (laughs) I guess. I mean, would you be
3: offended, like, if we were hanging out having a beer and you decided to become a woman, if I asked you, like, so did you get your dong chopped off?
4: If you did, no. But if it was just, like, some guy at a bar came up to me that I didn't know and was asking about what's going on, that's what I mean. Like, where it's just, like, would I be offended? Probably not. But I would also be just as pissed as i would if that guy would have said anything else to me <laughs> and, then, and then that guy would
3: have a story about getting knocked out by a transgendered woman exactly yeah that would that, be that right. could
4: very well happen
3: <laughs> <laughs> so uh the song is called harsh realms it's a cover of a uh, laura jane grace song and it's out on a flexi disc that you're giving away with a t-shirt order off your website yep. which is a Don't brilliant really idea
4: There is no digital version other than my podcast and now your podcast.
3: We're going to end it. And so people can go to anxious and com. go to the store. They can buy a t-shirt that you guys are selling. And this is like all original artwork, right?
4: Yep. Everything designed by people friend or, you know, people that are friends of mine or artists that I think are good and,
3: and yeah. uh, if you buy a shirt, you get this Flexi Disc, which is just a single of uh, this Harsh Realm song. But if people, if you, if you recall these Flexi disks they they're kind of like this bendable vinyl seven inch that they had back in the day. I haven't seen one in a long time.
4: Yeah. No, I didn't even know they still made them until probably last year. You did like a, like Burger King and McDonald's used to give those away. McDonald's did. They had that song. And if you got the one that finished the song the entire way through, you got a million dollars. <laughs>
3: it was just brilliant. I just forgot about flexi
4: disc. Yeah, I think hey. everybody did, and I'm bringing it back now. <laughs> bringing it back. All right.
3: So people go to anxiousandangry.com, buy a t shirt, and you get the uh, flexi disc, harsh realms, um, harsh realms cover, and uh, you know it's going to be a collector's item.
4: It is. All our records always always are. So it's a good it's a good move to get on that. Someone bought our first record for five hundred dollars in Italy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. That's cool.
3: All right, well, Ryan, thanks for being on the show, and I'm definitely going to check out Anxious and Angry. People, I encourage all of you to go check out Anxious and Angry. Just go to the iTunes, do a search for the show, or go to the website, and you can uh, check out uh, – did you say you did a – yeah, you did a recent interview. The last episode was with uh, Corpse Grinder, right?
4: It was, yes.
3: So, yeah, definitely check it out. When is "Off with Their Heads playing
4: next? We are playing in Los Angeles, uh, Los Globos. Oh, you guys are doing Los Globos? That's right. Yeah, up the Yeah, sometime next month. I don't know. We're we're out for punk rock bowling, so all the guys are going to be in LA for for a while, and then we're going to go to Vegas, and we're playing in Fullerton at the Slide Bar as well. Oh, right. So, I will definitely I think check like that the out. Twenty first, twenty second, and twenty third, we'll be in Southern California hanging out. Well, I will oh, definitely check that, that out.
3: <laughs> Was that a gunshot? I think
4: so. <laughs> Dude, where's the pitbull? Go get the pitbull. <laughs> One. <laughs> <laughs> all
3: right. Well, I hope you and all the listeners out there have a very happy Easter. And uh, thanks for being on the show. We're going to end the show here with uh, Harsh Realms. All right, uh, People We'll be back next week with episode 428. Until then, take it sleazy.